Hey there, my name is Katie Romagnolo, and ever since I can remember, I've been obsessed with magic. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have all the luck? Why is it that one person can struggle with years of hard work to accomplish very little, and yet another can seem like an overnight success? I started out in this life thinking that I could logically plan my way to success. But after a decade of struggling, feeling unappreciated, and ultimately hitting rock bottom, I finally broke the code. Life has a flow, and that movement is greatly influenced by our universe. The moon holds a sacred rhythm to health, wealth, and happiness for you to tap into. Join me weekly to learn how to harness the power of the moon to achieve your goals, find your purpose in life, and balance your emotions while figuring it all out. Yes, you can change your life. Now as a best-selling author in mental and spiritual healing, I am infusing all of my most magical tools for you here so that you can embrace the life you crave. Welcome to the Moon Magic Podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, Katie Romagnolo, and I am excited to talk with a dear friend today who is such an inspiration in the work that she does. She is also a fellow author, and today we get the wonderful Marnie. Marnie is an energy healer, creative, and founder of Earth Heart Healing. I'm laughing all the audience here. I'm gonna actually going to insert this into the conversation because I, I am like looking at your beautiful bio here, Marnie, and I want to say additional words. I'm going to open that up in a minute. But Marnie here, in case you're wondering why I'm laughing, listeners, of Earth Heart Healing, a virtual healing platform where she offers conscious, heart-centered, and trauma-informed support for awakening souls via one-on-one sessions and transformational programs. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) And you got through my tongue twister uh, business name. (laughs) It is so funny because it's actually such a beautiful name. It rolls off the tongue very easily, but we were just chit-chatting and laughing in the background here where uh, before we started recording on how I, I like wanted to express that there's like a center, the word center within your, your words. And And I think how you explained it was beautiful just to share for our listeners that like coming into center really is so much about what you do. So let me ask you here, like, how is it that you got into what you do? Yeah. I mean, I've been on this path for 10 years now and I started as an atheist. I mean, I was raised Catholic, but I started on this particular path as an atheist. I did a 10 day silent retreat to try and, or attempt to go into working with my own emotions. And I had a spontaneous, quite vivid spiritual awakening at that point that just totally shifted my career um, focus from being, wanting to be an architect to uh, moving to Vancouver and beginning to train in the healing arts. So (laughs) I love so much that you mentioned your, your background in moving towards architecture originally, because I heard you speak the other day on a video that you had posted and it really intrigued me. I love when we have the two sides of something, it's kind of like that logical, analytical, scientific sort of foundation for then where awakening and spirituality really comes in. I love this so much because it's tangible, but also intangible. So how does the architecture work into what you do now? Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of cool to note as well that 
for a long time, it was like a this or that. And I think our brains sometimes do that, right? When we have a spiritual awakening, it's like, you have to let go of everything else. <laughs> and yeah. I did that for a while. And then all of a sudden, I think you, when it was ready, it, it was, it turned into an, and so it's not a, this or that it's an, and this and that, and anything else you want to add into the mix. Um, but for me, I find that I like to share the auric field with people in a way that makes them visualize it and to understand that there's layers to our auric field and to kind of bring it out of the, I guess, the train of thought that it's just some kind of like airy fairy, oh, your energy is feeling good today, or, you know, that person has bad vibes, but instead that it's actually this very sophisticated um, aspect of our consciousness that holds like everything that we've ever been. Mm. And there's a lot of detail and um, sophistication to it. So, so I bring that in, I suppose that's where the, the structure part of my architecture brain merges the two, two fields. Yeah. Oh, and I think this is so fascinating because I really resonate with so much of what you're saying on the, this or the, that, right. And we fall so far to one side and then so far to the other side until we kind of meet in the middle, like that pendulum swing. And it really is where we're sitting in this energy today too, around our third quarter is all about figuring out what is the balance? Where is that center of me that actually expresses what I believe to be true and why? Because I think like the human part of us, we kind of need to know why we do things, right? Do you find that? Totally. Yeah. It's like, it's such a balance because, well, when you say that, it makes me think often for me, I'll get like the psychic imprint first, like the feeling state or just that the essence of something. And then I definitely have to go into all the details afterwards and find out and let my brain kind of make sense of what is going on. So, and that actually helps to move the energy through. So yeah, I think it's very important. Yeah. Part of the puzzle. Well, and it's like you said, with the end, the end is actually the thing rather than, or that creates, I think a lot of the experience that we have, whether or not it feels like a good experience or not is, are you combining all of the things that we know to be true I'm really curious about this silent retreat. So for a lot of our listeners who may not have experienced a silent retreat before, they're thinking like, what is that? Uh, Tell us a little bit about what is a silent retreat. Yeah. um, The one that I gravitated towards is called Vipassana. And it might be interesting to your viewers to know that that is a global system. There's one in Montebello. So we're both in Ontario. Uh, the speakers. And so there's one in Montebello. I think there's one close to Toronto. And when I did my first one, it was in India. So I just went right into it. I tend to be one of those people that just like jumps into something. And then afterwards I read, what is, what is it that I actually did? (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And I basically jumped into as, um, the author of eat, pray, love wrote in her book, the extreme sports version of meditation, mm. <laughs> <laughs> which was 10 days in silence. You basically wake up at five 30 in the morning. You have sessions in the meditation hall that range from about half an hour to two hours. And then you end at seven o'clock at night with a video. So that's your whole day is just totally sitting and learning how to um, meditate in one particular style that was all about subtle sensation. So if I correlate that to the energy field, it was because there's so many different types of meditation, right? And um, one of the benefits of 
si being silent is like, think about how much energy we put out into the world when we speak, when we look at things, when we think, when we do, we're basically cutting that off <laughs> and saying, okay, all this energy that you have is now going to be focused internally. And that's what kind of starts to activate that internal matrix of who we are. And Vipassana specifically works with the subtle sensation. So that correlated to the energy field is the first layer of our energy field. So I really learned a lot during that 10 days and came out of it kind of like WTF. <laughs> what oh. did I just do? And that's when I was, I happened to be in an airport and I just randomly picked up that eat, pray, love book that I spoke about at the beginning. And she was the one who calmed my nerves to explain to me that I had done something quite intense <laughs> and wow. that I was going to be okay. Oh, I, I'm incredible. still here today. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say would be the one thing if you could put one to it that you really gained in retrospect from that whole experience? I think just the, I mean, that's when I had my first big shift in consciousness. I had a vision of my, my soul going into my mom's belly and I was an atheist at the time. So that was quite a drastic, whoa, there's more to this world than meets the eye. Yeah. Um, so just that, like the, there's more, that's it. There's more to the world that than meets the eye. And mm. I had some very tangible experiences to, to really um, shift my mind and in, into believing that to be true. Yeah. Oh, so cool. It's so fascinating to me because, you know, we're talking about that, those subtle things too, and what we really pick up when there's nothing else going on. And it reminds me, and speaking of books that have changed our lives and made a difference, you wrote this incredible piece recently called Sparks from the Heart. And I'm looking at your beautiful cover. I have a copy here. And wow. I just, I remember the journey of you writing this when we connected originally a few years <laughs> And there is like this subtle little moon, right? In mm -hmm. kind of the, the top area there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So tell our listeners about this book. I will not do it justice. It is so incredible. And I'd love to hear from your own words, what you are writing on here. Hmm, that's so nice of you. Um, well, it's a weaving of threads, I guess you could say. It started with my final paper on Alzheimer's in school. So I was working with an Alzheimer's client who could no longer speak. And I got very interested in the energy field and where the soul goes if they're no longer in the body. Um, so that's one element. And as I was writing it, I'll interject here just a little, little side note, because it happened recently that I had an astrology reading by a really, um, someone who I resonate with strongly. It was very exciting because she's kind of well-known. And she told me after she read my, my chart that I was the deepest type of possible human being. So oh, <laughs> it helped wow. me to, it helped me to really like come into alignment with myself and be like, Oh, I'm not super weird. I'm just really deep and I can't help it. Oh, <laughs> it's written beautiful. in the cosmos. <laughs> Yeah, it just is. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings me back to my book is that as I started writing it, I just felt like I had to share my own story in there too. So um, yeah, I go through a lot of the things I spoke about here about meditation. I talk about my awakening journey. And then, you know, when we wake up, oftentimes it's that we start feeling more pain than we did before. And it's something that most of us have to go through to process that. So I talk about my journey through my pain and 
it just happened to be that that pain was still definitely activated as I was writing the book. So <laughs> mm. there's a lot about the wounded inner child as an archetype and just my own stories, my own, you know, perspective on that to hopefully help people who are waking up at this point in time um, and who have their heart starting to activate, which energetically the sci- heart math science says that the heart is 60 times bigger and a hundred times stronger than our minds. So naturally we're going to have all this information that comes online when we open our heart center and usually you know, not to scare people, but half of it's usually good. It's like gifts and qualities and positive things. And then half of it's kind of like, oh, pain and suffering that we have to work through and um, feel and sense into so that we can become more whole. We bring that energy into our central alignment, which allows us to stay present. And that is what makes us become stronger, more resilient, more expanded humans. And that is really what the book is about. Oh, goodness. It is such a beautiful read. And Aww. it really hearing you speak really makes me understand why I wanted to use the word center centered within just explaining if I can, with quotation marks, explaining who you are in the beginning in a synopsis, because coming into that part of who you are, I want to say that the, the book itself, what I really loved about how you put this together was your two sides. You beautifully embodied them through this. The the science, the kind of analytical talk is really intriguing. The way that you wove it together, like that beautiful information you just dropped about the heart and how it is that, you know, we are making decisions from two different places, how we're receiving that. I don't know how you did it, but you really crafted it so well. And I, I think there's a lot about you being that deep human in such a spectacular way that is like, honestly, I think one of the best compliments to have, to have been told that by an astrologer, like that sounds amazing. So definitely (laughs) that is so most definitely you. And I really want to encourage our listeners today to uh, check out this book. I'm going to have all the, the links for you to connect with Marnie here as well, but it is highly recommended. Absolutely. And oh my goodness, the journey of writing, right? How much it really does crack open (laughs) all of those parts that we're writing about too, because we've been through it, but then it's a whole new layer of what you're writing on. And it's a, an interesting process. So as we capture, you know that so well as well, (laughs) you know, and we, you know, we were writing at the same time is so interesting too, about totally different awakening experiences and gravitated into, you know, our publisher, we, we share the same beautiful publisher with golden brick road Mm -hmm. publishing house. And, you know, we had that amazing experience recently at your book launch and you're just so, so gracious and warm in everything you do, I have to say. So congratulations. You're, you're very welcome. I speak truth. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> only true. <laughs> Ditto towards you. And oh. yeah. And thank it's, you. You're, you're beautiful. Like you're easy to listen to on the podcast as well. As I'm oh. here, I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm on an interview. I <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, we're, we're pulling in this third quarter energy here. So if you're listening, like the key to this week and what we're sitting in right now is allowing yourself to have that different perspective than maybe you did before. It's kind of this inquisitive spirit that we have with the third quarter, where you're looking back at maybe the last three weeks of how your life has been, what have you been working towards and what needs to make adjustments at this point in time? 
So I like to think of moon cycles also as all of these little tiny mini cycles within bigger cycles, and it operates this huge, huge matrix of who we are. So when you think about the mini cycle you're in right now, Marnie, and where the universe is providing feedback and where you're making all these connections on everything you've done and grown through over the last decade, what do you think is next for you when you start your new cycle? We've got about a week and a half from now before we start a brand new fresh cycle. And what do you think is coming for you? Well, yeah, that's a big, that's a big question. But also when you think of it as 12 a year, it's not so drastic, I guess. It's a good way to think about it. I think I've, you know, only in the last two days did I really get some insight about I guess the deeper human history and some of the kind of archetypal pains we've experienced as humans, it's kind of a very broad statement, (laughs) (laughs) but I've been feeling like I can step out of that now, like step out of the fear of what that means, kind of having, there's a, an idea maybe some of your viewers will resonate with it that, you know, there's an an angelic component to human nature. Mm -hmm. And in the, paradigm we've lived in it's sort of been hunted in a way Ooh, you know yeah. I think about that as healers and you know that whole lineage of the of the healership trauma but there's also this angelic trauma that has everything to do with this this pure heart energy mm-hmm. so um I feel like I'm ready to step out of that fear and a little more into emanating my true heart energy out with with strength and with ease. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I love this. I'm so glad I asked that question because this, I feel this for you. This makes perfect sense in so many ways, just in, in watching what your journey has been over the last little while. And I, I love this so much for you. So that was a beautiful answer. My goodness. Okay. What else can you do with words? Cause I feel like you've got like this beautiful thing that you do with words. Have you thought about speaking? Have you thought about doing anything else in terms of communicating than just uh, writing? Well, I did start my YouTube channel, which I have six episodes on there now, our videos. Um, That's relatively new. So that's also something I'm promoting, actually. It's called An Energy Healer's Guide to Spiritual Awakening. Yeah. Um, And I also want to throw back the love to you because I would have never said that out loud unless you asked the question. (laughs) So you asked a good question. Awesome. (laughs) I never know what the questions are going to be here. Like they just come back and forth throughout our conversation. And I'm, I'm so glad that was your question because it was only for you. And I don't think I've ever asked that or probably will ever ask that again. So (laughs) listen to this back again. Remember your intention because you said it. (laughs) Surprise, you're actually in a healing session right now. (laughs) So cool. I love that. Okay. So listeners, this magic can happen for you too. Cause I, I definitely want to encourage us thinking about cycles. Where does it come for you as you're listening and putting yourself into your next new phase? So deciding today, what is it that you want to start anew? Where are you going to be going towards in about a week and a half from now? It's not about needing to figure it out today. Cause we're not in that momentum building phase yet, but deciding where you've been, how does that feedback all add up to where you maybe want to go next and having that powerful decision made internally can do a lot more than you think. Have you experienced Marnie in terms of like even internal things that we say to ourselves, how much that can create, you are totally nodding your head. How how have you experienced (laughs) this? 
Yeah, definitely. The power of our internal energy creates the outside world experience. And that is just the science of enlightenment. So, you know, that's, I, I think I heard something beautiful recently, just thinking of my, the past week where I've been really working strongly to know what is my, my, my place. If I have a message to share, I want it to be in that in alignment with my purity and to lead people back to as best I can to that centered space and not some, you know, accidental curve in the road, you know, like mm. you think about that stuff when you st- start to become somebody who people might listen to. Yeah. And that sometimes um, too, when we're processing things, because I am a heat, my, my job and it, my professional um, space is all about healing that, you know, I, as uh, Katie has known me for a while now and seen my journey, I've been very hesitant for a number of years, like to kind of step out and be big. And that was an internal thing within me that really needed a two year cycle to, to come through and kind of, you know, open in its own organic way. So we can change our inside thoughts and, and frequencies, but at the same time, it's organic, what is there. And our soul is so much bigger than our mind. So to give space for and respect, you know, the speed of our own shifts as well, Mm. you know, we can like support the garden, but sometimes the plant takes a couple years to bloom. <laughs> oh goodness. Is that not the truth? Like <laughs> really the, you know, divine timing, I keep pulling the darn divine timing cards like recently. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. Thank you. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it is so very true. And uh, thank you for sharing about, you know, really stepping into the space, allowing yourself to be big, to be heard, to have your message exuded from the inside out. Cause it, it, it's a real thing that we go through as spiritual entrepreneurs and heart-led leaders who want to make a difference and then feel really pulled back because of a lot of this internal dialogue that is past life related, that is energetics related. There's just so many different layers to it and it takes time. So thank you for doing your time. I am putting my hands into a prayer position, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're just glowing. I, I adore you so much. Okay. So where can everybody find you? I know you have some wonderful offerings and just so much value with everything that you're doing. So where's the best place to connect with you? Yeah. My website is earthhearthealing.ca and a little tidbit for people, the word earth and heart have almost the same letters, which means they have a very similar energy Mm. means that the earth has a very giant heart, I would say. So my uh, transformational programs that I'm offering now are relatively new. There's been um, nine women going through the beta program, and they've all had such lovely, wonderful results. Um, there's going to be video testimonials for that soon. Um, but if that piques anyone's interest, they're five and seven week programs, and you can find out all about them on my website. Or you can also go to heal.me, which is a, a booking platform that promotes holistic healthcare practitioners. Oh, wonderful. I've got all the links for everybody, easy access to you. Definitely go ahead and uh, check out Sparks from the Heart as well. Marnie O'Farrell, I just adore you. You are an amazing person and thank you so much for being here today. Uh, Thank you so much for having me. It was really wonderful, enjoyable experience. 
I'm just beaming with light over here, thinking about what's possible for you in your life. Be excited for change. Give yourself permission to grow and share this space with me weekly to tap into that potential. If you're intrigued to know more about my story of rock bottom to passion filled and spiritually inspired, grab your copy of my best selling book, Home of the Soul, on my website, www.coachkady.com. And remember, Katie is spelled K A D Y. While you're there, check out all of the ways to create magic in your own life, including Moon Logic Magic School, spiritual coaching, and options to visit the Enchanted Forest. Remember to sign up for your free monthly Moon Magic Calendar to know when the moon is shifting and how to harness that energy to grow your business. And connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Katie Romaniolo or MoonLogic.Official. This has been the Moon Magic Podcast. Until next week, I love you to the moon and back.